0: Hey guys, you're listening to our Star Trek Prodigy Review Podcast. I'm Toby and I'm joined on this journey by Steve. Hi Toby. And if you love Star Trek, like and subscribe and why not share your opinions on this week's episode in the comments below. So this episode is Episode 7, First Contact. When a mentor from Darl's past persuades him to use their Federation cover for personal gain, they quickly discover Starfleet has protocols for a reason.
1: To be honest with you, A lot of people don't like the Ferengi episodes, but Mm -hmm. this episode was quite good. I I enjoyed it. And I like the way that he didn't really know what we all know. You could sit through the whole thing going, no, don't trust her, don't trust her. We know not to trust her, but he didn't. Also, as well, his similarities to Gwyn start to show in this
0: episode, too. Oh, 100%. We open with Darl and crew playing around with the transporters, and (laughs) Murph ends up on the external side of the bridge view screen, just slowly slides down. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of reminded me in a weird way of the episode where the Doctor's hologram ends out in space. Remember that one in Voyager? Yes. Played for fun, and it just worked. It did. Yeah, it was a good opening scene, wasn't it? Exactly. Uh, The Protostar receives a distress signal, which turns out to be Nandi, the Ferengi smuggler who raised Dahl. turns out she's got cloaking technology, which is broken, and they have the chimerium that allow it to work. She's willing to give them the cloak if they will help her get this crystal from a nearby unexplored planet. Um, Now, the crew really want this cloak because it would help them hide from the Diviner. That's right. But my question at this point is, Nandi is a female Ferengi, correct? Yes. Why is she wearing so much clothing?
1: I mean, you can only assume that being in the Delta Quadrant, she doesn't have to obey the rules that govern her back home. If you remember rightly through Deep Space Nine, female Ferengi were not allowed to wear clothes, had to chew their mates' food. Not being anywhere near Ferengi, now she's not held to the same rules. So I suppose, in a way, the clothing doesn't matter in that sense. I just
0: put it down to it being an animated series for kids. But I like your idea, so... (laughs) that too <laughs> uh moving on janeway is not happy about the idea of this crew going down to the unexplored planet because she knows that starfleet has protocols the prime directive and she knows this is not going to go well nandy's already saying does she have an off button exactly yeah janeway's dismissed as usual doll almost every episode now dismisses janeway and they go to the planet it's like a desert planet and a sandstorm comes around them and Gwen realises that this is a life form that communicates with harmonics. I like the fact they recalibrated their tricorders to reduce the storm. Yep. That was really nice. And it reveals this like tower that they go inside. It all looked really great, didn't it? Yeah. Storm and, and the crystals, it all looked fantastic. At this point, I'm loving the show. I'm loving the episode and it's going in a nice place. I love it. Meanwhile, Janeway stood on the bridge and she's scanning her classified memory banks. Yeah. They've now been unlocked. And it reveals that Jakote was the captain of the Protostar and that Dreadnought appears to be responsible for whatever happened to him on the bridge. You can see him at the back of the bridge trying to get in, can't you? Yeah, she enhances the image, doesn't she? I was impressed with that. It was enough of a reveal to push the story on. Yep. But they didn't go, oh, this is what happened, blah, 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 blah. It wasn't an info dump. No, it wasn't. It was done exceptionally well. Like you said, it was short and sweet and that's all it needed to be. Meanwhile, back on the planet, Darl and Co. end up in this really lovely little cavern. And they've got these little lights that are hanging down. And you see these, I'm going to call them awesome aliens, because they look like they were ready for a disco, didn't they? (laughs) (laughs) They looked
1: so cool. They did. They did look good.
0: And basically, these crystals that are hanging down are all to do with these aliens and how they exist and how they communicate. If you take one, you disrupt their way of life. I like that Gwyn picked up on all of that and translated it for the whole group.
1: Yeah. As in, you know, you can't take these. They belong to them. They need them. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, that was a good little sequence. I think she's
0: turning out to be quite a nice
1: addition to the crew. I think she is, too. I like how they've done it as well, by the way. It hasn't dragged
0: out Mm. like I thought it would. There's no hang-ups. She has moved on. Yeah, she has, yeah. Nandi trying to trade one of those lovely-looking crystals for a dirty battered silver plate (laughs) a spit tray (laughs) it's like that's brilliant a Ferengi spit tray (laughs) and then they're like we'll take that tray but in return we'll give you a gift and they give her a nice little song which was quite a nice song i liked it i thought it was very thoughtful and every (laughs) single person in that cavern all liked the song they did nandy Takes one of the crystals. Well, she takes multiple crystals actually at that point, doesn't she? She takes quite a few of them. Yes. She drops a load of them um, in the cavern when it all starts to kind of collapse around them. Dahl gives chase straight away. He knows this is wrong at this point. He's now changed his mind. There's a lovely little fight sequence during which it's revealed that Nandi sold Dahl to the diviner. And I thought that was so sad. It was, but
1: I felt like it was necessary because. There was that happiness at the start that he'd found someone that had raised him. Mm-hmm. It led up to a fantastic scene between him and Gwyn where she says, I can't tell you that it stops hurting because I don't know yet. I just thought it was great. Really great because it brings them closer together in such a good way.
0: That's where Gwyn says, at least you've learned who you are. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was a lovely, lovely scene. Yeah, it was. It was excellent. Nandi escapes with one of the crystals, the crew managed to put the rest back and they all beam up to the Protostar. They managed to get Dahl back and considering at the beginning of the episode, they're learning about the transporters, he manages to transport that crystal from the Ferengi ship straight into the slot on the planet that it needs to be. That is precision site-to-site transport. Well, I did wonder...
1: At that stage, whether he transported it side to side or whether he took it off the ship and then transported it back. So I wasn't sure. I did like the attention to detail on the Decora-class marauder. Mm. Brilliant. I wasn't aware they could come down to the planet like that. No, I wasn't. That's something else that I've learned new about the Ferengi ships. You
0: learn something new every day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just as well, you know we were talking about the fact that she was wearing clothes. Mm Mm-hmm. My memory's sort of like resurged now and I think in Deep Space Nine's sixth season, Profit and Lace, Grand Negus Sec gives Ferengi females the right to wear clothes and um, acquire material goods and profits.
0: My memory of the later part of DS9 is not as good as the rest, especially season seven kind of tuned out Uh, but getting back to the story i loved how when he transported it in they used the com badge so he could get a lock on yeah now that was good because when it goes back into its place in the cavern it's got the starfleet symbol on it i thought it was excellent that they left the com badge on it's just like a message from starfleet we were here we helped you yeah starfleet put that crystal back that's all they'll remember in future generations yes Janeway is now angry that the crew broke the Prime Directive and they went down to the planet with bad intentions and they've done irreversible damage to this species. doesn't matter that they've rectified it. And I agree with that. And the episode ends with a nice little shot of Nandi opening up a channel to the Diviner to report the sighting of the protostar. Yes, that she knows where it is. So overall, what do you think of the episode as a whole? I did like it. It looked great. I would give it an eight. I don't know. I I just feel I'd say 7.5. Okay, fair enough. I'm
1: willing to go seven and a half. I'll I'll agree with that.
0: I just don't think it was as good as the previous few episodes we've had.
1: Yeah, and if you think that last episode was pure filler, that was amazing. So this one that followed it didn't carry the story on too much. But like you said, wasn't as good as the last episode. And I think probably wasn't as good as all the other episodes before it, maybe.
0: I would say it's the weakest one of the series, but it's still a strong episode. Absolutely.
1: It's, it's, it seems really um, wrong to say weak or the worst or, you know, all the others just are better.
0: One thing we didn't mention was we actually get to see the window of dreams in this episode. Yes. We actually do get to see it.
1: The same window that Seven sees in Star Trek Voyager.
0: A sad little place when you think about that little room he had with the little um cot there and everything, which is a bit sad. You think that's where he spent a lot of his youth, isn't it? Yes, that's that's where he grew up. I mean, he saw a lot from that, I imagine. Lots of other ships being ripped off by Nandi, but or <laughs> <laughs> being chased away. One of the two, there's lots of phaser fire <laughs> coming towards him. <laughs> so, the next episode is Time Mock." You've seen it, can you sum it up in a sentence? Only other
1: than to tell you you need to watch it because it's the lead-in for an excellent two-parter. It relies on them all to work together, but split in different time zones.
0: So it's a a good episode. And like I said, it leads into a really good two-parter. So that's it for another episode of our Star Trek Prodigy Review. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe and ensure you have notifications turned on so you know when we drop the next episode, Time Amok.